Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, of course, to the victor goes the spoils. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. We'll talk plenty about the championship weekend we have coming up, Perloff. But if we're going to just look back quickly to the divisional round, which we just saw, and you were going to predict one of those teams that lost to be in the championship round next year. Like, who's the team that lost that could take the next step, right? Who would you pick, and who do you want to back right now to say, hey, not only are they going to come back next year, they're going to come back stronger? Green Bay Packers. Uh, This is, I'm going to be completely ageist. This is all (laughs) about age. Okay. The average age of the Green Bay Packers coming to this playoffs was 25.5 years. That's the youngest playoff team since 1974. Yep. I think these players are getting more mature and better, and they're going to be ready to go next year. I think their defense was a train wreck most of the year. Then they did an incredible job to fix it at the end. So I, I think that's headed in the right direction. I think Jordan Love is a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback who throws a couple bad interceptions. I just think that wide receiver core is maturing with the quarterback assuming that they bring back the key components of that running game, they have all the elements right now to just take another step. And that's just the that's the way teams evolve. They're young. Reminds me a little bit of Jalen Hurts with the Eagles. They were 9-8, and eight, just yeah. like the Packers were. And then they took the next step the following year. That step is coming for the Packers. Yeah, I mean, it's a good comparison. My one thing about the Packers, well, actually I have two things. They're fun to watch. And Jordan Love is going to be the story of the offseason or one of them. Like the amount of buzz and hype and big contract coming too. that every all the things that come with NFL true stardom are going to be handed to this kid, this young man after one good season where really it was one good half of a season. Yeah. And that to me. I raise an eyebrow just a little bit. It worked for Jalen Hurts. Not he, really, well, but yes. I mean, <laughs> it's very similar. Get back to the playoffs and get didn't, didn't get as far, obviously, as the divisional round. Yeah. But you know, it makes my eyebrow just go up a little bit because I know Love is not. It's not like he's going into his second year. He's been in the league. He's seen a lot, and he's can be a, a lot more mature. But you get a lot of expectations just sort of heaped on your plate, and it's one thing for us to do it as the outside in the media. For the Packer fans, I mean, how would you not heap up expectations on this on this kid? And if I were a, a Packer fan, I'd be basically like, you know, penciling in my playoff positioning this offseason. Yeah, I hello. Know, and well, also, you're a Packer fan. 
you've seen sustained success. They're a franchise capable of sustained success, and all the elements are here. I'd even talk about how good their offensive line was against the Niners. They beat up the Niners' yeah. defensive line. <laughs> that was kind of surprising. I, I mean, I'm, the defense is the worry, but I even saw that improve. What's the hole? I understand your quarterback could be a flash in the pan. No, it's not but, a flash in the pan. It's just it's sometimes these things aren't a straight line yeah. all the time. And sometimes you have some sort of setbacks. I can call them sophomore slumps again because he's been in the league now for four years. But it's like sometimes you just have – it doesn't always go perfectly. And that defense, like, what did we see here? This is like a magic trick. I don't know if the elements really helped it out because of the 49ers yep. struggled in the elements. Or at least oh, Brock now you did. admit the elements well, uh, uh, contributed to – Brock Purdy struggles. No, I, I think the elements definitely contributed to Brock's struggles. I don't know if it made the Packers look a little better. They they blew out the, the Cowboys. I mean, there was, that was just a, a, a start-to-finish thorough butt kick. Yeah, you see flashes from all these first-round draft picks like uh, Quay Walker and uh, Rashawn Gary's yeah. awesome when he's on the field and Devontae Wyatt, another first-round pick. We know that's the joke about the Packers. They have a first-round pick at every position of defense and still can't stop anybody. But I think you're seeing a lot of talent there. I mean, it's exciting. I the One fear is the Lions are, have everything the Packers have going, the Lions have going too, so that there's a big rival right there. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like the Packers, and I'm going on history a little bit, like they know how to build sustained success. And Jordan Love is going to file Aaron Rodgers, I think was 10-6 and six his first year as a starter or something like that. You know, and he immediately took that neck, the rocket ship. So they are very intriguing. So we're talking about which team who lost in the divisional round could not just be back, but get to the championship game, like back and improve the next yeah. year. And who have we not heard the last from, essentially? And of these losers. Sorry, uh, by Packers were six and 10 with Rodgers. I knew there was a six and a 10. I just had the wrong <laughs> one. Okay. I apologize. Forgiven. Uh, Packers, Texans, Bucks, and Bills. I'm going to go with my Buffalo Bills. This is the low, low point here for Buffalo. Now, unfortunately, as Bills fans, we've been in these low points before. But of all these teams that lost, Bills, Packers, Texans, Bucks, I know Stroud and Love, is gonna they're going to get a lot of attention here. But were you not entertained? Like, do you not see what's going on with Josh Allen? I know that, did he miss digs on a crossing route? We can talk about this till the end of time. He is one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't care what anybody says. You know that I'm right. And as long as you have him, your window's always open. Now, are there things that have to change with the Bills? No doubt. They have to get younger on defense. They have. They need another receiver. Not sure what's going to happen with Stephon Diggs. There's changes that have to be made. But once you have the guy at quarterback and he's proven that he can put the team on his back for better, for worse. He's proven that he can win playoff games. He's proven that, yes, he may not have won a Super Bowl yet, hasn't been to a Super Bowl, but you can't tell me that Josh Allen isn't a special player. And so for that reason, I will take the Bills Mm. would be back. Again, they've got a lot of work to do, but of all those quarterbacks, the proven guy is Allen. Absolutely. I mean, he's obviously an all-time player, Hall of Famer, but... Are they getting better or worse over the last three years? I think they got injured this year. So I don't, I can't say in some ways this might have been one of their better performances down the stretch considering who was at the disposal on the defensive side. But is that... They fired a coordinator. I mean, this was a unique year. But those injuries are not completely accidental. They're built around a bunch of old dudes. I mean, 
You, you mentioned Von Miller. I'd be, yeah, Matt Milano, Tredavious White, yeah, Poyer, Jordan Poyer. They're all old. I get it. That's the issue. That At a certain point, I think you're feeling that age at certain points. over, And you've seen it, especially this year. It was desperation time by the time. It's amazing that they actually look back and hung in there with the Chiefs considering how many backups were on defense. You know what's crazy about this? So I, you guys know I went on record before the playoffs started and said I wanted Jim Harbaugh. I wanted Sean McDermott fired no matter what happened in this playoff run. This, if they keep McDermott, this is actually an instance where having your head coach be the defensive coordinator might actually work in your favor because the defense is the side that really needs the makeover here. Like the offensive side needs tweaks. Don't get me wrong, but you have Allen, you've got the good offensive line, you have receivers, you might need some more, but you have a run game with James Cook. Like you've got elements here. You got the two tight ends, obviously, who who, who you believe in a lot. The offense to me is only a couple tweaks away. The defense needs kind of the whole makeover. So if you're if you're if this is ever a time for your head coach to be the defensive coordinator and to have a lot of say over the personnel on the defensive side, maybe this is a good time for that. I I hate disagreeing with you on the Bills, That's but fine. I disagree because you you're very perceptive about your team. You kind of know how they're going to do. You're a little negative, but <laughs> I think you're you underestimating the impact of Stephon Diggs' situation. I mean. He's 30, and you know what I say. You hit a wall at 30. He is no longer a true number one in the NFL. I'm sorry. That's just a reality. Yeah. And you need look what he did to Josh Allen's career. When he came in at his peak, he transformed that offense. And I think without having that, yeah, you could have Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox are awesome, but I think you need a real number one wide receiver, especially when you have an all-time quarterback like that. Hey, Mahomes has done it, uh, so maybe it's possible. But you need to you need to get somebody. Who are you going to bring in, Maggie? There's I, just not a guy like that out there. I don't have the answer for you right now. However, this is what I feel confident in. I think that Allen is a different quarterback than he was when he and Stephon Diggs first got paired up. That of was course. year two. He's he has evolved, I think, since then. And look at how they were able to use Dalton Kincaid, who was a rookie, and the impact that he had on the team that was a playoff contender. Like, I well, think, yeah, but they, he I was think a, a wide receiver, even a young one, could help. But Dalton Kincaid was great because he was the Cole Beasley move the sticks yeah. guy. It's so much harder to get the explosive play. They, they couldn't get the explosive play at the end. So where are you going to get that? Where are you going to get your Tyreek Hill? Is Gabe Davis a healthy Gabe Davis, that guy? No. Gabe Davis is not that guy, and he's a free agent. I don't think he's going to be on the team next year. So, okay. I think it's going to end up being in the draft. Yeah. Could be. You don't have a lot of money to be throwing around at wide receivers, quite frankly, when you have so many holes on the defense. Okay, I was actually looking at him. You can't pencil in Devontae Adams to come over? No. How are you going to get him? From you going to pry him out of Vegas to go to Buffalo? I don't think so. Also, he just had a huge hand in Antonio Pierce getting getting hired. Yeah. I don't know if He's Devontae a little older, Adams too. Also, wouldn't he go play with Rodgers? If he's going to the AFC East, why wouldn't he go to the Jets? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. A lot of questions here about Devontae. But I, I just... Uh, and I don't even think Diggs completely dropped that ball. I think that was a hard play. I, I got killed on social media. Yeah, I can't. That, I've seen drops before. Anyway, we're talking about yeah, which, but, but, which team that lost in the divisional round could be back and better next year. Pearl offs to the Packers. I said the Bills. Yeah, and honestly, that Diggs play is the reason I'm not saying the Bills. Because I think three years ago, he would have hauled that down. Now they, they miss that element so bad that I'm not I'm not picking them for the Super Bowl next year. Eight five five. But I might pick the Packers. Or CBS. But, uh, was there a third team that you considered? Should we mention the Texans or Bucks here? Um, I mean, the Texans would be the pick. 
and and listen, that's maybe I'm being really disrespectful to the Bucs. They do have a good defense. I think sticking with Todd Bowles is kind of uninspired, but look, they made it to the second round of the playoffs. Uh, although your Eagles really didn't exactly, you know, no, give them that much of a game in that wild card round. But. Here's why I didn't pick the Texans, because the Texans are the Jaguars 2.0. Last year, the Jaguars won the AFC South won their wild card game and had a young superstar quarterback. And then guess what? They fell apart the next year. I just worry that the Texans are a little ahead of their skis where they are right now. They're very young. So I looked at them too. But CJ Stroud, if we just go on a quarterback, we would re I think the Maggie and Perloff show would buy a future on that quarterback. Well, no doubt. But I, the same reason I said for Jordan Love, is it going to be totally straight yeah. line here with the development of the quarterback? Guys, take a step back. They take a step sideways. Maybe Stroud defies all that. Maybe Jordan Love defies all that. Uh, I don't know. EJ, yes? Yeah, I mean, I think that the Texans would be the team that I think maybe you guys are underestimating a little bit because okay. one th- big thing about them is they had some big injuries. And, you know, they, they missed Tank Dell, who yep. was a, a star for them. And then, of course, you know, they got Robert was back eventually, but and they got to sign Dalton Schultz. But they had some big injuries. And I think when you look at divisions, if you're looking at all the teams, and I know Pearl makes a good point about the Jaguars, but the Packers have a bear, no pun intended, in the yeah. NFC North. Yeah. Well, it's funny. The, lines. the Vikings still have a lot of weapons, and uh, the Bears are going to have them one pick and may have a lot more talent this year. Yeah, but look at the quarterbacks that C.J. Stroud's got. He's going to come up with Trevor Lawrence, Anthony Richardson, and who knows, maybe will I don't know. None the AFC names, South could none, be. None of those names scare me. You're not scared by Trevor Lawrence no. at all? And you're not scared by Anthony Richardson and the Colts Yo. and Shane Steichen? I watch the Colts make the playoffs. They are, don't discount them. I think they, whatever. They had a chance to make it this year, and they lost to C.J. Stroud at home. With Gardner Minshew. Right, but that's been the story of the Colts, though. How many times have the Colts gotten to the last game of the season, all the chips on the table, and whether it's Frank Reich, whether it's Shane Steichen, who I like a lot, haven't been able to get the job done. Yeah, we just blame Carson Wentz for all that. <laughs> no, we blame him, but it keeps happening even since he's been gone. <laughs> no, we I even destroyed a poster over it. I know. You mean future Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Gardner Minshew? <laughs> yeah, you was go. that Pete's call? That was my call, yeah. Fantastic. Let's go to the phones. 855-2124-CBS. Nate is in Pomona, California. Hey, Nate, what's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Love the show. Appreciate you. What's going on? I wanted to just take it back real quick to the Packers, and I wanted to get your thoughts on, do you think this team was just a tale of two two seasons? You know, kind of bad in the beginning and then got on a run in the end or do you think they always had that ability and then just kind of turned it on late I think uh, I came in the season saying Jordan Love is going to be a pro bowl or wire to wire and they went 2-0 I believe but Jordan Love did not look right they, that offense Thank you, Nate. they didn't learn how to play together I think honestly a big part of it is their average, the receivers are all 22 years old I think this is still a young learning team, and I think they learned, and I think they were they realized their talent in the second half. They were a much, much better team to me. Uh, they surprised me because I watched that game on Monday night when they went to the Giants and Tommy DeVito beat them, and I'm like, this has got to be what we thought. We're not seeing what we thought we were going to see. And then they lost the next week against the Buccaneers. I think they just turned it on late. It was the Panthers, and that was a close one. The Vikings, and then it was the Bears. And I and I know Love had been playing much better. I know they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Lions. There were some signature wins. But I was not a believer until very late in the season. I'll admit it. Do you remember they couldn't score a point in the first half of the first half of the season? They'd go into every game down 10-3 at half. Yeah, it was that, always big comeback. They had always had to come back. But then at the end of the year, it's just something changed. They were, I think, a much better team. Their defense still vulnerable. 
And honestly, they were probably the better team against the Niners. They probably should have won that game. Adrian is in Maryland's got a thought on we're talking about which team that lost in the division round could be back and even better next season. Hey, Adrian, how you been? Good, good. How you guys been? I miss you guys. I know. Don't be a stranger, my friend. I know, right? Hey, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Bucks, um, just because they they were in salary cap hell this year, so they're gonna get out of that. They'll get the money back and they'll get some draft picks. Um, Texans, you look at the Texans. Everybody says the Texans. Texans, don't forget they're gonna have a first place schedule last next year, just like the Jaguars had. Yep. So that's gonna come back to haunt them. And and Maggie, unfortunately, with your Bills, you gotta look at them. They won six. They had to win six games in a row just to get in. That's not going to happen again next year. So you guys might be in a little trouble. You might be have to be a little bit rebuilding around Josh Allen for the next year or two. I think. You know, Adrian, I I get what you're saying. They're so close. They're right here. Josh Allen is what 27 years old. 26, 27. I got to double check. I, I don't think the Bills feel like it's an option for them to take a step back, like, voluntarily. 27, thank to, you. To rebuild, you mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they feel that's the possibility when you have a guy like that in your prime. I, I don't I, I don't think you can do it. Well, they're just so old at so many key points, though. I understand the sentiment. No, I, there, I There's some it. real problem, And they, they weren't really that close this year, right? I mean, because of the injuries. I don't feel like this was the year. Um. No, midway through the season, I was basically wearing a paper bag over my head. Yeah. Like, I, no, I, 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 I doubted yeah. this year. I definitely did. And the they came out, change all that stuff. It looked dead in the water. They came out of that KC game. The injuries would have been a specific problem against the Ravens. That would have been a tall task with backup linebackers against that Ravens team. Yeah, would they would have gotten killed by the Ravens. They would have gotten destroyed. Yeah. I, I, the I Chiefs have a better chance because they're healthier. That is the key component here. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't think the Bills were a Super Bowl team this year. I just think of all those quarterbacks we're talking about, teams that lost in the divisional round who could be back and better next year. I just think how how do you not look at that group? And yes, you have Jordan Love and you got C.J. Stroud, who are young guys. But how do you not look at that group and say you've got Josh Allen, in the most important position in the sport? You have it solved. Yeah, you know you know what you're getting year after year. I do have some bad news for you. The Bills also have a first place schedule. Yeah, I know. They have for the last four years. They're going to Baltimore and to Detroit next year. That's not very fun. And they host those Chiefs. Remember that team? Although they do beat the Chiefs in the regular season. Thank you. (laughs) Consolation prize. Awesome. Hey, Rich. Rich is in Chicago. Good morning, sir. Maggie, Perloff, I've got got some info for you, Maggie, that isn't going to spike your optimism about your bills for next year. Lay it on me. All right. It's about McDermott. I'm going to give you the positive first. And this is a piece of trivia that most people, it surprised me. I had to look it up, but you'll love this. McDermott and Tomlin went to William and Mary together. Right. The, 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 uh, come on, the cradle of coaches is now William and Mary. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't really know that. Yeah, that. Tomlin and McDermott went there together, played on the same team. Yeah, well, that's the good news. Here's the bad news. Uh, your, your guy, McDermott, was a long snapper. <laughs> and you really want to? You want a head coach? It's a long snapper. That's I like mean, the kicker. It's a little That's late. Like I got the kicker. It's a little late to be litigating kicker. that, don't you think, Rich? I mean, let's let's. Yeah. We don't have to get that. We don't have to get that. Uh, you know, correct with our history. He was on the team. All right. Here's that was the good news. Here's the bad news. The bad news is as long as McDermott's there, he's been there seven years. Yeah. All right. And 
this is a fact that has has is bulletproof. Every coach has been nine that's active that's won a Super Bowl that's still in the league. If you want to consider Belichick still being in the league, I guess. Yeah. There's been nine coaches, and they've all won it between year two and year seven. No one has ever won a Super Bowl after coaching beyond seven years. And then I looked at his record. Your guy's got a, a 62% win record, which gets you nine and eight, maybe 10 and seven every, every other year. And his playoff record is five and six. Right. So my question is, why are you wasting Josh Allen's career on a guy that isn't going to deliver the goods and hasn't with a talent that the Bills are talented? I'm yeah. not disputing that. They got the wrong guy. Rich, I, you, I, you're preaching to the choir. I mean, and, and appreciate the numbers to back it Wait, up. But uh, you're talking about the, the, the coaches right now who are the longest tenured coaches in the league. McDermott is in that mix, yet he's the only one of the longest, what, five longest tenured coaches who's never even been to the Super Bowl, let alone won the Super Bowl, never even been there. It's one of those things where you get caught here because you're putting together 11-win seasons, 12, 13 at times, and you could argue you just have this really this one boogeyman who's Mahomes. It's The, the playoff record would look a lot better mm. if you didn't have those three losses to yeah. Mahomes right there. Yeah, I mean, you're right. They could have lost to the Ravens this year, too. Thank you, Pearl. <laughs> I just, I mean, all they of They lost to the Texans they almost Tyrod blew, Taylor. They almost blew yeah. that game to Sky... They what was to the they, Jags. To Skywalker Thompson? What, who'd they lose? almost lose that game in Miami? Skylar Thompson? Yeah, I mean, come well, they on. They won that game. 34-31 against a deep backup for the Dolphins. Anyway, uh, by the way, that's not... That's absolutely inaccurate about Sean McDermott. He was not. I knew. I, I just looked it up. He was on a long snapper. I thought he was a, a defender. He was an all-conference defensive back at yeah. William Mary. And he was. I know that. He because he was a snap, too. He, the thing about Sean McDermott, that I know why you secretly don't like him. Because he, that guy is so Philly. It is unbelievable. <laughs> that's not it. He is so Philly oh, suburbs. Oh, but I don't yeah, care yeah. about that. That guy is like Sean McDermott. He should be an NBA. He's... You know, there's this one neighborhood in, outside of Philadelphia where every NBA referee comes from, the yeah. Dick Bavetta neighborhood. That's where he's from. He should be an NBA ref. <laughs> Can we get him caught up in a chase? I think Andy Reid keeps him employed somehow uh, because he's a Reid guy. Did yeah. you see after the game, Andy Reid's like, I'm so proud of Sean. He did such a great job. Yeah, so you can keep beating him. I think that yeah, I think that Andy is propping him up so he can beat him. Let him stay in the game. Uh, there's something nefarious going on here. That's funny. Rich, I think, had that wrong for some reason. He doesn't look like a long snapper. <laughs> no. a, a long snapper looks like Jason Kelsey. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right. Which future NFL Hall of Famers are we watching right now? We'll get to that in a moment. Maggie and Perloff in the championship round. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. This one's so obvious that I don't even need to put it. I mean, come on. Defensive Player of the Week this week? Drake huh. Greenlaw? No, I have no idea. That's oh. why I, uh, <laughs> I'm pretending uh. that it's so obvious. Like, uh, I mean, two interceptions in the uh, divisional round. I feel like you got to give it to him, right? Drake Greenlaw? I don't know. Did Drake Being Greenlaw dominate that game? Well, the only thing is he, he did. Got, they got run over like like road work in that game though but two picks including the game ceiling one i know that's just a bad jordan love throw but then yeah. he wouldn't get down <laughs> he was i don't know that, honestly like the i th i was actually worried about the niners linebacking core in that game i'm like what is happening here why is green bay owning that part of the field so that could be it but uh how about uh oh i got it somebody on the ravens they didn't let up a, it's got to be raven they didn't let up an offensive that's touchdown true. come on 
And someone on the Ravens is very vague. Kyle Hamilton? <laughs> the defensive player of the week this week is Memphis Tigers forward Malcolm Dandridge, who had eight blocks <laughs> in the Tigers' two-point loss to Tulane. They so, didn't even win the game. <laughs> so they did lose the game, but he had eight blocks. So it was a historic performance for, for Malcolm Dandridge, a fifth-year player at Memphis. I, this NFL week didn't impress me that much with defense. Honestly, I felt like more of an offensive week, to be honest. Dre Greenlaw, those picks were basically gifted to him. Yeah. And, and then he was dumb for not getting down. And you can't tell. In the Ravens, no one stands out because it's a gang tackle every time someone yeah, touches weren't, the ball. Yeah, there weren't a lot of numbers that really stood out. So it was hard to go NFL. It's really hard to go NBA. I mean, we had guys scoring 70 points, 60 points. It wasn't a lot of <laughs> great picking. So I went to college basketball. I had to go for a team that lost. But he did have eight blocks, yeah. which is extremely impressive. And shout out to my brother, Kendall, huge Memphis fan. So he gets a little love uh, there. So Bob Dandridge. Eight, eight, eight blocks. And he's, he's a fifth year and he's a baby. He's still got four more years of eligibility <laughs> the way this is going yeah. with college sports. All right. I got. I have a project for the show. I think, I think that this summer, Maggie, you're out. I'm telling you right now. It has nothing to do with you. Wait, I'm out. You're out. I think this summer, me, EJ... Andrew Bogush and Pete Bellotti have to go to the new hottest trend around the world, which is men's boot camps, where adult men go to these brutal boot camps to, quote-unquote, reclaim their masculinity. <laughs> what if I never had any to begin with? <laughs> this was a story. Something, it was never there. Can I get my starter pack? <laughs> this is a hot trend, according to yesterday's USA Today, uh, where men go in these brutal conditions and get yelled at in sort of like a boot camp mentality they're called man camps uh there's one called the modern day night project which sounds nefarious to be honest man uh, camp sounds a little close to band camp it's Wait. a built as a 75 hour crucible they test you in every way possible so you can reclaim your masculinity that's why you're out maggie sorry oh, i can't reclaim my masculinity um <laughs> wait here's a question though okay i get it guys can have a place to connect sort of talk about things, maybe a little bonding. That's not bad. But then when you exit this boot camp, who do you go home and unleash this masculinity on? Is it your wife who's been sitting there? Like I who who feels the wrath of no, your no. of your man camp? If the man camp works, you leave with more confidence and you're a better husband. Oh, got it. So it's good for you. It's, uh, it's not a get back in the kitchen like hey, I get home it's not and like, I want traditional No, no, no. You get all that out of your system. Uh, you uh but the thing is uh you're crawling around in the mud and getting berated by mean-looking marine guys. That's the point. And I just and think that the, builds confidence. The visual of the four of us dudes getting yelled at <laughs> try to yeah, it builds confidence. It's a it's the old break you down and build you back up. Yeah, Sounds like friend. my high school basketball career. I'll pass. <laughs> play, play, you know, go on a football team, yeah. being a frat. Uh, yeah, this is an old formula. It's a military formula, and it seems to work in the short term and then eventually turn awfully uh, <laughs> 30 years down the road. But uh, I think there's something to this. Okay. You guys well, want to go check it out? Have fun. I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll pass. Kind of feels like, I don't know, it's like uh, people do these like ex- like uh, tough mutters. Yeah, it's like I a don't tough mutter. either. I don't. I don't understand why it's they like do that. Like a new level of fitness. Don't, well, raise okay. the stakes I, a little bit from the treadmill. Don't you guys want to test yourself and do something different? No, so, I'm good. Not absolutely not. <laughs> wow. And, and so, out pretty fast. <laughs> I, oh yeah, yeah. Tap it out immediately. I had a friend who said something that I kind of agree with. That and look, if you love tough mutters. You love those things. Great. I feel like people who do those things are not good at real sports. 
Oh. Wow, well, my softball oh. playing wife will take a I'm sorry. swinging bunting on the face. I think, I think, well, I think, no, I'll she's playing softball, then that's great for her. I think there are a lot of people, though, who, if your thing is, oh, I do tough mutters, I do these weird, random, I'm not talking about marathons. That's that, that is a sport. Okay. I'm talking about I just run in mud and I climb on a tree and I've run underneath a barricade. You, 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 you couldn't play baseball. Can, can I take it a step further? First of all, marathon, <laughs> like Kenny Powers. marathon is not a sport. As Kenny Powers said, there's no award for exercising. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'll say, I'll take it even, I'll, if you're really good at real sports with balls, then you're not an MMA. I think MMA is guys Ooh. who couldn't cut it on the baseball and basketball fields. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I mean, listen, John Jones is the greatest MMA player ever, and he's by a large margin the third best athlete among the Jones brothers. But see, I love combat sports, so I can't do that. I love boxing. But I you love know wrestling. if those guys could uh, could go out and be Patrick Mahomes, they would do that. There's a desperate. There's something different in you to be a fighter that you just th- – there's nothing can – Teach that you either can take a punch or you can't take a punch, and I, I I believe that strongly. But but if you were an awesome football player, you were the world's best soccer player. You're not going to the MMA. No, MMA is a, you, this a desperation that need that you need to have to fight somebody like close to the death. Now I would pay to see Perloff uh, do MMA. <laughs> that, yeah, MMA camp for Perloff. Right. Yeah. Okay, no, I, I, I'll do so, pro wrestling, not, <laughs> not real wrestling. So we got some news about that actually with WWE. But hold on. So I don't do tough mutters. I don't do that stuff. But may I defend that for a moment? Yeah. I, if you're somebody who gets bored by traditional exercise, I think this can be a good outlet for you because. Something about running forever. It doesn't keep you entertained. Your your brain has to go into this weird autopilot or something. I think those tough mutters help if you want to keep it keep it fresh. Like, all right, what am I doing now? I'm uh, I, I'm not I'm not feeling the exercise because I'm completing a task. Does that oh. make sense? I'm not just lifting weights for the hell of it. I'm climbing over a wall or I'm going through the mud. It kind of makes your brain. Forget your exercise. I just feel like there are things for that. We have triathlons. Like, there are things you can do. There are actual sports where you can say, okay, I want to do multiple things. because I, I. But to say I'm a tough mudder and I can run through mud and there's pouring water over my head while I'm going through a barbed <laughs> yeah. wire fence, I'm sorry. I just feel like, and maybe I'm being, I know, I'm being, I know I'm being very judgmental, but I just feel like every person I've seen from high school that is doing these things, they never played on any sport. Well, the other part, too, is as you get older as an adult, sometimes it can be a little harder to play sports. Like, I know, Perloff, you do your basketball runs. People do softball. But, you know, sometimes you just have to exercise on your own. You don't have – you can't be part of someone else's schedule. I'm thinking more younger folks. Okay. Like, I, I, and, and I would say that. I, I, if you're 50 and you're doing this, God bless you. Like, you know, have fun. I, I mean, but there settle. there are people who, like, were coming straight out of college when I was growing up. And the first thing, they're, oh, I'm a tough mutter. I'm like, I, okay. I don't know what to think of that. Again, I, I, I feel like I feel like, you're not, I feel like you can't. You definitely can't shoot a basketball. I think I think man <laughs> yeah. camp is for y'all. I, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see how different you are when you come back. How long is it? Uh seventy-five hours of of hell. <laughs> seventy-five hours. That's <laughs> short. Well, man. that's what the what there multiple programs. Oh, uh, and it's not just it's not just the tough mutter stuff. Like they really, I think they they really try and break you down. I don't know right. if tough mutter does Beat that too, but there's guys yelling day. at you. Yeah, <laughs> wake yeah, up in the middle of the night. I don't uh, need to be yelled at. There's, apparently, there's deep emotional and psychological work that goes with it. It's a holistic approach oh. to mental fortitude. 
Wait, Pete. All right, I'm sorry. What do you do for self improvement? Like whole, like what is when you say not that <laughs> your New Year's resolution? <laughs> how that, am I going to make that, the best version of Pete Pilati? I'm not saying that to be insulting. It just doesn't seem like you think like that. Like, hey, I have to, I have to do this, this, and this to become better as a person. It feels like that's no, not your no, modus operandi. I, I I carry on with my life, and if I see places I can improve, I improve. That's how I handle it. There you go. Got yeah. yeah. See, he don't need a tough mutter yeah, to get through life. Mutter. You will need doesn't this. Need, it doesn't need, uh, who's the guy from Full Metal Jacket just screaming at you? Yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> uh, now, now, if you were saying, hey, let's go into a cold chamber for like two minutes and, uh, you know, test your body and all that stuff, I'd do something like that. Oh, but yeah, I, cold tub. Cold tub, yeah, I'll do the cold tub. Cold tubs that. scare me. I bet that's probably part of man camp, I'm sure, has got it. There's a, you're definitely getting into cold water at some point. That's right. If you're a man camp. I'll do it, but not at man camp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, at least mark that down in case Pete is in a betting scenario. His loss could be the, the cold tub. The cold tub. Mark that down. Because finding a thing that Pete is willing to do is difficult. So let's keep it on the list that he uh, would do a cold tub. Just being smart. Yeah. You know? You know, the next Sorry. time that Carlos is here, we should ask him about this because he's, he's served in the military. So he's at would have the closest yeah. thing to man camp that uh Well, he's not a Navy SEAL. Yeah, I mean, he's not <laughs> but he was in the army. He's a lot closer than we are. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> By a power of 10. By bogus. What did you expect uh Pete's answer to be when I asked what you do for self-improvement. You were, you were just laughing. He sat up in his seat. And actually, I don't mean answer. that as an insult, because I think most people think the nerds like me who seek self-improvement are just gigantic nerds who have no, like, read self-help books. I think those people are judged. I think you should go to man camp. I, I would consider, no, I don't really want to go to man camp. I mean, first of all, with my <laughs> left ankle injury and my right uh, hip <laughs> yeah. impingement. What was, what was the old thing that you got out of the army for? There's like a, a code for it. Or Flat like, feet. Yeah. No, but it was like it was like 4-H or something like that. Like, yeah, that's yeah. What I'm 4-H for That's where we are for man sure, sure. do not qualify. You and Steve Rogers. <laughs> no cartilage in the knee. You guys uh, are... Do you remember that whole movement that I, you probably remember, like Iron John and that like male movement? That's like part of this. They were like 10 years ago, everyone was like, society is taking back our yes. masculinity. So we have to reclaim it. I think that's part of it. No, I, I, my brother's one of these people, but not in like a wake up in the middle of the night and throw cold water on your face. But yeah, he's like, you know, guys need a place. To be guys. To be guys. Not like in a toxic way, but in like a connection kind of yeah, way. Yeah, because I think the way society's evolved, guys don't get to be the caveman anymore. You know, something like that. Uh, uh, <laughs> you want to top that? Well, that's what this article said, by the way, that we've lost our masculinity. That's why we have to go to man camp for a week. Oh, great. And I'll self-improve. I'll, I'll read more books about batting average. <laughs> get your argument that's right. sharpened. Old Sharp my argument. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on the 18-year anniversary of Kobe's 81-point game, Joel Embiid put 70 on the Spurs in a 133-123 win in Philly. And Carl Anthony Towns scored 44 in the first half, finishing with 62, but in a loss to the Hornets. Kevin Durant scored a measly 43 to lead the Suns past the Bulls, 115-113, then got asked about the other two. I don't know if you saw Joel Embiid score 70, Cat had 60. 70? Yeah. Joel had a 70. Yeah, 70. So what did nights like tonight mean in the NBA? Durant, the video's pretty good, too. The look on his face, he's mesmerized by Joel having 70. He's like, which burner account am I going to troll him from today? Uh, Durant, apparently just as confused by not being included in more GOAT conversations. He recently said to the Arizona Republic, why shouldn't I be in those? That's the question you should ask. Why not? What haven't I done? 
And then Durant answered his own question, saying the lingering backlash from Jordan of the Warriors keeps him out of those GOAT convos. You know, I think that's pretty self-aware. Um, I think he I think he did change a lot of people's mind when he when he uh joined the Warriors. Isn't there simply like also an injury thing with Durant? Yeah, I mean he's also just like, what does he want to be? It's just like saying, like, I want to be the seventh place MVP vote getter. Like, he's not the greatest of all time. He's a he's a remarkable player, yeah. but he's not in the conversation. He's just not. And he played his career uh, was very similar in in years to LeBron. So that's a huge problem right there. How right. can you be the goat when you're not the goat of your own era? Yeah. I, th- I think his and thing Steph Curry. would. I think his thing would be well, LeBron's a goat. I outplayed him in two of the three finals we played, and mm. I beat them in two of the three finals we played. And I think to me, like when I think of LeBron's MVP case, I always say you got outplayed by another guy twice, at least twice. I know? don't think of that like that at all. Interesting. I don't think Jordan I mean, never got outplayed by anybody in the NBA Finals ever. Yeah, but KD had had Curry and Klay Thompson right, on Jordan the wings. Never on the worst team. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm just I'm saying for Kevin Durant's case, I don't think he's a goat at all. But no, I'm I, saying, but I, but his I, his matchup was Kevin Durant, LeBron. No one says LeBron outplayed Kevin Durant in no series. Kevin Durant's team smoked them, and he won the MVP. So mm-hmm. if I'm him, if I'm him, I'm saying, why am I not involved? The guy you're saying is the goat. I outplayed in the finals two to three times. We faced off. The first time he got me, I was a baby. Right, right. But doesn't it have to be? Don't we have to caveat a little bit? I know the Cavs title without Kevin Durant when they beat the Warriors that had Kyrie and Kevin Love, and you're talking about a little more star-studded. I mean, it wasn't exactly a fair fight for the Cavaliers. I was like, yes. I'm not I'm not trying to disrespect the other Cavs that it was one against five, but there was one of those finals where LeBron actually probably could have won MVP even a losing final. Yeah, the first, absolutely. The first one, they had Kyrie and Kevin Love. The second, one, second they, one, they didn't. Right, right. At least with Kyrie and Kevin Love, it was more of a fair fight. Right. When, once the second one, I guess. You can't is. focus. When you're playing second. Kevin Durant's Warriors, you couldn't focus on stopping Durant, and you had to focus on stopping LeBron. It's a team game. Well, I mean, listen, it wasn't a one-on-one battle between the two. Two finals. Hit a game-winning shot and one before. Yeah, I mean, two back-to-back finals, Cavs-Warriors. The Cavs won one game combined in the finals. I mean, one, here, one was a sweep and one was 4-1, right? I'll play them. I mean, LeBron shot in that first one, 57% from the field, had 33.6 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists a game. And a block a game. I mean, it's not like LeBron was chopped liver in that series. No, but he but he did get outplayed. I mean, I, I mean, you can run to the numbers, but his teams got smoked. Kevin Durant's numbers were fantastic. I mean, I could run those off for you. I know, but these but might like, have been the best. That could have been. We're talking about maybe in the running for the best team ever with those Warriors. I get it. Ever. I get it, but I think if you're looking at Kevin Durant and what his case should be in his eyes, his yeah, eyes yeah. it says I, the guy that you guys keep saying the goat. I outplayed in the finals, and then beyond even, I mean, his resume: thirteen All Star games. He's won the scoring championship four times. He's a ten time All NBA player. Like this, we kind of treat him as a joke in part because he brings that on himself. But his resume is not a joke. One time MVP. People want to call Shaq, call Kobe. When they want to bring these guys in the conversation, those guys have one MVP too. I know, but if we're talking about him versus LeBron, that's you know. that's the problem he has. Yeah, he's got yeah, a LeBron problem. LeBron, I mean, I think I think if you want to debate, is Kevin Durant a top ten all time player? That's an interesting debate. Goat? That is not. That's not even because LeBron and Jordan. I mean, say Kevin Durant's better than Michael Jordan. I, I, I will I will say this though. I think you'd be surprised by how many young players 
would actually think Kevin Durant should be in the GOAT conversation. Yeah, but all those young players aren't even, they know Michael Jordan is the guy from Jordan brand. They've never even seen him play. <laughs> yeah, but and I they do think, think that way about Kobe, too. But when we talk about guys, and one of the things LeBron has had a little bit of a problem with is that there hasn't been anybody that he's inspired, like in terms yeah. of like guys that play like him. Well, if that's the argument, Curry has inspired a lot of people, too. I know, but Durant, I mean, we got Wimbin Yamas. We got all these guys who are seven foot tall who can handle, dribble, shoot threes. Paul Drew. I mean, I can name, I can rack off a bunch of guys. Whatever. Look at the NBA. There's a bunch of 6'2 guys who are shooting from their shoulder from 40 feet from the basket. Curry has influenced more of human beings than any player ever. I know, but I'm saying, but again, we're talking about LeBron. I'm saying the GOAT. We're talking about influenced guys. I, I can't find another LeBron. I can right. show you five or six guys who, who are directly influenced by Kevin Durant, I know, who are stars. That that in some ways you almost just made you could have just made an argument for LeBron there. He's one of one. Yeah, you know, and, and so like if you're talking about the goat, who can he inspire? Nobody can. Nobody can touch it. We thought maybe Zion could, but clearly that's not going to happen. Zion, wait, yeah. There's there's no other six ten guy who runs a four three forty and has the court <laughs> vision of LeBron James. That yeah. But even though that influence, we're talking goat. That's why I said when you brought this up, he's like goat, like the goat or a goat. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he said. Yeah, and like we I overuse this term in sports anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I have no issue with him joining the Warriors. I, I don't hold that against him because in real life we usually don't make decisions that make it harder for us. Um, but that's not the reason why he's not in this conversation. He just hasn't. He's just not good enough. Hmm. Any other headlines? Uh, I think so. Okay. Do we have time, Pete. More importantly. Oh, you have a minute. I have a minute. Okay, Whoa. great. The Titans' next head coach expected to be Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan. They had their second meeting yesterday, and Callahan never left town. He was scheduled to meet again with the Falcons and Panthers this week, while Tennessee was to have a second interview with Dan Quinn today. Jim Harbaugh expected to get a second chat with the Chargers this week, and the Panthers have promoted former linebacker Dan Morgan to president of football operations slash GM. He was the assistant GM under the fired Scott Fitterer and Novak Djokovic with a four-set win over American Taylor Fritz in the Aussie Open quarterfinals. Guys, back yeah, to you. Because the Panthers front office was really doing such a bang-up job. We, let's move the top guy out of the way. Let's just hire the second guy. I hope he didn't have any influence on any of the moves that they've made over the last five years. I was, he's a Miami Hurricane legend, so I love Dan Morgan, but man. Uh, good, I luck, don't know. Good, luck, good luck to this man. Yeah, but he was, he's was he got legit. He was under Schneider and, and all the... He's, he's been on great teams before the Panthers. Bills, hey, Seahawks. Bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's he's fine. And uh, at least they hired him before a coach. At least they're doing GM coach correct correctly. order. 855-212-4CBS. Bogish, thank you so much. Uh, coming up, the future Hall of Famers we're watching this upcoming weekend. We'll tell you next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, a little surprised that with this coaching hiring cycle, Perloff and the big names that are out there, the Titans are going with Brian Callahan, the Bengals offensive coordinator who didn't call plays. That's always a little surprising yeah. to me when a guy gets a head coaching job when they didn't call plays and head coach Zach Taylor for the Bengals really gets so much of the credit for their offense. You know, when you step back, though, and think about what's this hire about, it's this trend in the NFL where, I hate to say it, the GMs are running the team. So Rand Carthon wins a power struggle with Mike Vrabel, who's yeah. a very good coach, kicks him out. So the Titans want to bring in somebody that the GM can control. And I'm sorry, Brian Callahan, that's you. <laughs> You've never been a play caller. There was not a lot of buzz around this guy in a, a hiring cycle with Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick. If you get a Callahan, to me, that says that this is a GM's team and he has total control. Listen, I also don't want to discredit his career like his father was Bill Callahan obviously with the Raiders and longtime assistant in the NFL and head coach uh college head coach too right didn't Bill Callahan coach Nebraska, Nebraska yeah so he's he's had his career um and and he should be proud of that I also think maybe did Peyton Manning make a phone call here yeah this is like a you know someone who maybe didn't have to, but somebody who I think was close with Peyton Manning when Peyton was in Denver. We know that Peyton Manning has done this as a you know has called around for people, and maybe Callahan ends up being the the apple of this hiring cycle. And I'll be totally wrong, but I, I didn't I didn't quite see it. Yeah, apparently Peyton loves Will Levis too, and there's a connection that yeah, Peyton put the three of them together. Uh, the one thing about Callahan, you got to be honest. Uh, the Bengals look pretty good with Jake with Browning. Joe Burrow, with Jake Browning. Right that. That's what sealed the deal for Callahan. And I think that's why he got all these interviews because the offense looked so efficient. You know, the thing about the play calling, I'm actually curious. He's going to be a first-time head coach. Is he going to play call for the first time in his career? Probably, but that's a little bit disconcerting. So you have so much on your plate and you have to learn to play call in real time. This feels like a tough project for uh, Mr. Callahan. Yeah, but I also don't think the expectations are going to be crazy yeah. going in. Now, you have Levis, so you have him there, and the, a lot of the roster needs, you know, yeah. a, a lot of work. Like, you're you're moving on from Derrick Henry. There's a lot of changes happening. Levis this year showed some talent, but that dude got crushed. Every game, he took five massive hits because he doesn't know where to throw the ball. Uh, yeah, I'm not putting the Titans in the playoffs next year. Sorry, Maggie. I know you love the Callahans. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe change up the play calls, you know. The next time you face, anyway, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Lots more to do, including can Patrick Mahomes catch the goat? Next. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.